0: Have you ever found yourself struggling to stay on top of things, running out of time, or feeling overwhelmed? You aren't alone. Welcome to the implementation experiment. This podcast will save you time, energy, and money by focusing on helping you master foundational principles for having your life work well. Implementation is key to getting consistent, predictable results. You are what you consistently do. The biggest gap in our society today is the lack of consistent implementation, but we do this with a twist. We focus on who you are being in conjunction with what you are doing, and we share principles that support you not only to succeed, but to have a competitive edge. Hi, I'm Christiana, and I'm here with your co-host, Anita Berger. We're here to help you tie what you learn to what you do. So let's get started.
1: Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Implementation Experiment. I'm Anita, and with me as always is Christiana. Woohoo! Hey. Welcome everybody. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> We're so happy to have you
0: join us again. So we are continuing our talk on self-responsibility. So we've already talked about what is it and why it's important, and we talked about owning our choices and to stop blaming and stop complaining. Cause those are two symptoms of how, you know, you're not taking responsibility, blaming and complaining, but what's another way that you can tell when you're not taking responsibility. This is my favorite one. Me it's too. Called, oh my God. I love this one. It's called justification.
1: So Anita, what is justification? Okay. Justification is a socially acceptable way of making excuses. Simple as that. We're just making excuses
0: oh my God, my mother, queen justification. She has a reason for everything, like an Mm -hmm. excuse for everything. So uh, you were actually sharing with me one of the tenant stories that you had at one of your buildings, which is a perfect example.
1: I uh, have been in the real estate business as a landlord for, oh gosh, like 20, getting close to 20 years. So if anyone has heard justifications, it is me um, so tenants, I mean, I love my tenants. 99.9% of the tenants I have are the best people on the planet, but that small little percentage, uh, like to go into, uh, not being responsible for their actions and their behaviors. And so we get to hear all kinds of great excuses and it's fabulous. It gives me lots of great stories to share with people. And recently <laughs> we had, uh, <laughs> you're like, Oh, I've heard these stories. Yeah. Uh, recently we had a tenant move out and we have a legal contract that states, you know, the, the, the legally acceptable way in Alberta to, you know, break your lease, everything that's expected of them. We outline that before they move in. And this particular tenant decided not to follow it and he left a bit of a mess. So, okay, we just do what we normally do. And when people break the contract, we follow our agreements that we have mm-hmm. with them. So yeah. I held him to his agreements and we got this nasty, nasty email, like, "How <laughs> dare you charge me like like given this social or the social economic times, how dare you like charge me for the mess I left I'm like okay, like what like why didn't why didn't you <laughs> clean it up and then there was all kinds of crazy excuses, like you know i didn't have time, blah blah blah, I'm like, okay, well, we cleaned up well, it didn't take you that long to clean it, and just arguing like anything he, I said to him, he was like, well, that's not right. Well, that's not right. And I'm like, but it is right. You had a lease, you broke the lease, you didn't follow procedure. So no. I'm legally allowed to do, you know, <laughs> a number of things. And I only, here's the thing. I could have like nailed his behind to the wall and, and, uh, had done several things, but I just chose one thing. You know, one thing that I felt was, you know, I guess, uh, given the social economic times that he, Boasted about, it was appropriate, right. and all kinds of excuses. And I have heard them. People have left a mass because the neighbor's dog has been barking till midnight. I'm like I don't understand. Why well, didn't clean up the apartment because the neighbor's dog barks all the time?
0: Exactly. I, I, don't,
1: I don't quite get that. So I've had so many justifications, so many excuses. It is hilarious. Well, I did. You know those challenges that
0: are all over Facebook? Twelve weeks free. Oh my gosh! Do this. Come on. We're opening a studio. Come in for twelve weeks. It's a free challenge. Well, what they don't tell you is the new gimmick is you pay all the money up front, and then if you hit your goals, you get the money back. But if you don't hit your goals, then you've actually paid a really good rate <laughs> for a three-week challenge, right? So the goal is you think, oh, well, I'm going to do it. And I remember back in 2018, I did one of these challenges, and about week. I was doing incredible out of 12 weeks. So I think week nine, I went lame in one of my legs. Like I had done a wrong squat or something and I I don't know what it was. Anyway, the point is I couldn't do the, I couldn't do the program the way it was. I had to modify it given the fact that I couldn't walk on, (laughs) you know, well. And so when I went in, I didn't make the goal. I came in like two body percentage fat, uh, 2% less than what I said I would hit. So I had incredible results, but just not the results to get my money back. She asked me, why didn't you, do, you know, why didn't you do this? And I said, I just didn't hit it. Well, why? Because I didn't hit it. Now I could have said, oh, your program was bad and I you know, hurt myself in your program or whatever. I could have said that, but or I could have given a lot of reasons or excuses as to why. I could have justified everything. But it was so funny because I had learned about justification before I had that conversation. And she w- she did not know how to handle it. She kept mm-hmm. digging for justification because she was uncomfortable that I was taking full responsibility. Well, you know what? I just didn't hit it. Mm-hmm. And it was so fascinating. So it's like, it really
1: is a socially acceptable, almost expected way of making excuses. Absolutely. Because it doesn't matter what we're doing. Like in your case, she was looking for you to give you reasons why she didn't do that. I've made a game of it. Like if a renter hasn't paid their rent, um, I I kind of have this like little checklist of like, I wonder which excuse they're going to use now. Because they're not going to simply say, I, mm-hmm. I overspent with my drug dealer or at the <laughs> local pot shop or the liquor store, which is what happens. And they're yeah. embarrassed to say it. So they make up these excuses. Mm-hmm. All they would have to say, and we, we actually had, bless his heart. We have a tenant who's done that. Yeah. I got my check and my girlfriend spent it. Okay. All right. That's it. I'll have it free in two weeks. Yeah. Move on. Yeah, Next. Now you can get into action. Yeah. And so what I wanted to like address with that Christiana is that when you don't make an excuse, when you don't justify that actually raises your credibility for in my eyes, right? Like when you, I remember when this happened with you, with your, um, with that fitness challenge, And you just, you told me, you're like, yep, I just didn't make my goal. My view of you as a, as a person just went up because I'm like, oh, she's just owning it versus saying, yeah. And I knew you were having problems with a, with your um, leg and you just owned it. Just anyone who just owns it, just raises my credibility with them. I think that's even more important nowadays with
0: everything going on. We have a lot of people at home, like we're now going into two months of quarantine. (laughs) People are like starting to grind on each other now, right? People's like, uh, let's just say their patience is getting lower. Just take ownership. Like I love it. Uh, One of my teachers when I was in college said that he was in Mexico with a bunch of friends and they broke the door coming into the place that they had rented and in Spanish, there is no ownership. It's just, it broke. So when they said, what happened? They said, it broke. They In Spanish, there was no ownership. So it said, totally let them off the hook. But if it was in the United States, they'd have to say, well, we broke it and then take ownership of it. But it was really fascinating. And he thought that was quite clever that you didn't have to take ownership in that other language. And I thought, yes. And think about how more credible you are. Think about how much more energy you have. We were talking the other day about When do we give our power away to someone else and then blame them for our results? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Right. How can we take our ownership back and say, well, what can I do now? When you take that ownership, when you stop justifying, you get resourceful. It's incredibly powerful. And it can be a little shocking when you first start, because it's uncomfortable to say I'm late because I didn't care enough to be on time.
1: Yeah. Or I got this this parking ticket because I parked where it said no parking. Right? It's like, well, if you really did
0: care to be on time, you would have been on time. Yeah. Because you would have planned for it, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's plenty of people that show up on time. There's plenty of people that show up late. It's just priorities. So again, your results and your self-responsibility is about your priorities. So for this week, we want to talk about look at where you are making justifications or excuses. And look at where others are making justifications and excuses. And are you looking for an answer? Like, if you're in your relationship and your husband doesn't say, I love you or do something, are you looking for a reason so you can attack onto that reason, right? Or whatever that is? Or are, are you just saying, I didn't plan well? Mm-hmm. Let, I'll do better next time. That's it. Then it's done. Then you can get back to keeping that wall down between you and connection, right?
1: Yeah, and another way to kind of practice it is look at where you are prompting people to make excuses and justify things to you. Uh, When my kids were little, they're adults now, but I remember when they were in school, like just little itty-bitties, and they thought it was acceptable, and I probably fed into this, to miss school because you were sick. So if they didn't want to go to school, they would say to me, oh, like, I'm not feeling good. And I caught on to that very quickly because, you know, I'm an observant mom very hands on. I used to do that too. Yeah. Four (laughs) kids, right? So one day it dawned on me, like I was feeding into that, like, oh, oh yeah, you're not feeling well. Sometimes I wouldn't even let them tell me they weren't feeling well. I would assume that, you know, and then I'd go into like mom mode, like, oh, let me get you some more blankets, let me make you soup, bring you food in bed. And one day I had this light bulb go off and say, like, hey, why don't I just let them tell me why they don't want to go to school? And I remember my the first time this happened, my older daughter, like She's like, I don't want to go to school. I'm like, okay, why? Well, I just don't want to go. I'm like, okay. And, and what I began from that point doing with them is if they didn't want to go to school, I just asked them if they were like, to give me their reason. Simply if it was they just didn't want to go to school or they were sick. And I really, really um, encouraged them if it was just they didn't want to go to school, then we could do fun stuff. Like if they were tired and they didn't want to go to school, we could watch movies or maybe we can go to the the mall and play at the water park or whatever. But if they were sick, they'd have to stay in bed and sleep all day. And what ended up happening is they would simply, they grew into the habit of, they didn't want to go to school. They just come out and say, I don't want to go to school today. Okay. that's it.
0: And so I know there's some
1: parents here probably freaking out going, well, We know
0: all the kids at some point don't want to go to school, whether it's they don't want to see that person or take that test because they're not prepared or whatever the reason, right? But think about that as a parent, you're looking for a reason and are you calling them on it or are you buying into it? Is it that socially acceptable experience of making excuses, right? Mm -hmm. When you do that, you're feeding into not taking self-responsibility. I have a girlfriend who has a whole parenting class and she says I will deliver one item to you at school if you forget it per semester so if you don't forget if you forget something don't call me I'm not going to be running back and forth to school if you forget something you have to take ownership of it so you get one call in the fall and one call in the spring so use it wisely and her son will call and say I forgot my instrument how's that working for you and he goes, I just called to let you know, I don't want anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so what happens with the, when you start practicing, like noticing where you're justifying or getting justifications, nurturing justifications from people, when you stop doing that or noticing it, you're making people a, a heck of a lot more responsible for their own actions. Yes. A hundred percent. Which makes and you're them, empowering them. Yeah. We're, we're giving their, their power back versus, you know, if we accept a justification- if I accept the fact that, you know, you couldn't finish your challenge because, you know, oh, you you did something wrong and you're lame. If I accepted that, I'm taking your power away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas okay. you got to be very resourceful and say how, like, oh yeah, no, I I did my best, I failed.
0: Exactly right. It's about, and it's not about blaming other people if they don't do it correctly right? Or they're not prepared. So for instance, a great example, which I'll be fully transparent, because look at, we're sharing these principles with you. We're learning these principles and we, it's a constant practice to keep these principles in place, right? I call you on stuff. You call me on stuff all the time, right? Anita. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And even when we first got on the call this morning, you're like, Christiana, you should have had that open already. (laughs) Don't justify, just get it open. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm the like, hand goes up. Like we're on we're on Zoom while we're recording this. And my hand goes up. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> just open it next time. Have it open beforehand.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thank you. So we do this ourselves, right? Because it's so ingrained in how we were right in school. We're ingrained to give reason. Like there's so many things. So it, it takes a while to rewrite the script. But it, the first step is awareness. So just notice. So this week, just notice, and if If somebody's asking you to give an excuse or a justification, just say, I didn't get in the car on time. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm late. Yep. I chose to do this. Say, I chose to get in the car at this time, which did not allow for enough
1: time to get here to be on time. Yep. I chose to sleep until seven instead of 6.45. I chose chose for that extra 15 minute sleep. And-
0: take ownership of it. If you do screw up, like I did with Anita today, it's a small thing, but everything matters. So next time for me, I'll make sure I have all my pages open before I get on a call with her.
1: Yeah. I can't believe we're still friends. I'm like such a, a hard, <laughs> hard, uh, A double S <laughs> when it comes to things. <laughs> but you,
0: our relationship and, and living this implementation experience, you and I experiment, not experience, but the experience of living the experiment really has made me more competent. It's made me more capable. It's required me to grow at a much faster rate. And when you call me on stuff, you're calling me on stuff, not from a, you did it wrong, Neat, right? You're not doing that to somebody, but you're calling me up. Right? Right. You're saying, I, I know you're better. I know you can do better. So if you do it, if you see people justifying, just realize we, ha- we all don't want to be made wrong. We all don't want to look bad. We all don't want to feel shame, right? And we've clearly made choices. We haven't taken ownership of our choices to get the result that we wanted. So a gentle reminder of, well, next time, would you leave 10 minutes earlier so you'll be on time? Mm-hmm. You don't have to beat up the person in front of you. Lift them up. And next time if someone says, Oh, I'm, I'm like you and I, we had talked about this before where, you know, I had missed a call with us and I said, okay, I won't do that again. I'll shift my behavior and here's what I'm going to do. And you were like, okay. Right. So it wasn't a, don't go making people wrong. Don't go be judge and jury. That's just another racket, right. Of getting into stuff, but it's all about you. If you start with yourself, Notice where you're justifying. And when someone else is doing it, realize that they're doing it for a specific reason.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel and some, bad? Yeah. And sometimes when people are making it, uh, you know, putting those justifications, those excuses out there, uh, you don't have to be as brazen as I am with, with Christiana where I'm like, I don't want to hear that justification. Stop it. <laughs> but you can sometimes, you know, someone shows up late, they're like, I'm sorry. I'm late. Blah, blah. That's okay. You don't need to apologize. I don't need to know why you're late. And it just shifts everything. Like, I don't need to know why.
0: Yeah. Don't give me your, don't, as one of my chiropractors said, don't pollute me with your reasons.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Just you were late. There was something else that I wanted to say too, which comes back to, remember, we've already talked about adding time, cleaning up our messes and adding time. If we had handled that, if we had not added time, we'd probably not be giving a justification in this moment.
1: Right. Yes. One of the, one of the best tools I've had is to, um, <clears throat> kind of going back into, you know, handling messes or or not adding time. If I know I have a tight timeline in the morning, I take that time the night before to prepare so that I can um, be on, make sure I'm on time for an appointment. And a few months ago, uh, I did that. I actually got up an hour early to make sure I was ready for this meeting. And uh, my husband had gone to work and he got to the job site and realized he forgot all of his like winter workwear And it was like minus 25. In Canada. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it was minus cold, as he, he puts it. And he phoned me. He's like, I need you to bring me my work clothes. And I had a meeting to go to in like an hour. And I had a 35-minute drive round trip to do his stuff. Thank goodness. Like, he didn't give me any justification. He's like, I need you to do this. I messed up. And because of the preparation, as I had done the night before, I was able to do that come home, get prepped for my meeting, and be on time for the meeting. Again, so that's the whole
0: purpose of these principles that we're talking about, right? Celebrations, wows, those are important to keep your mind in the right direction, right? Then looking at like cleaning up our messes, where do we have holes in our boats with our energy, with all that stuff? The more we look at that, now this is almost like if you think about it, it's almost circular. If you have a justification, look at where, where did I add time? Is there a mess that's like leading to this? Let me go back and clean that up and then come back. Cause it's who you're being in it. Mm-hmm. And when like what you said was perfect, I screwed up. I forgot my work clothes. I need your help. There was no apology, but he was just being completely transparent with you. And you were like, okay. So again, it's who you're being and what you're doing. So notice yeah. when you make excuses, you're actually not being yourself. Mm-hmm. You're being a much smaller version of yourself.
1: Yeah, and, and it's something to habit. It's something that you pointed out is that this is all fitting together, right? The stuff we're talking about all fits. Mm-hmm. You know, celebrating your waves, You know, taking responsibility, not making excuses, adding time. It's all pieces to this big puzzle that have really, really improved our lives. And that's why we're sharing it. That's why we're coming here every week on our podcast and laughing and giggling and and, uh, sharing, sharing the wisdom we've, uh, we've uh, been nurturing for well over two years together. Yes. So I encourage you, if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, there is a whole lot because we love to talk, Uh, but they're short, very, very short, uh, short. 20 minutes. Mostly
0: to the point. We've only had one that kind of went wonky, but we're good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and that's okay, because sometimes you get to be wonky. Um, but yeah, go ahead and listen, and then join us on our Facebook page or our Instagram page, The Implementation Experiment, and share, share what you're learning. Share places in your life that you may be noticing that you're justifying and making excuses, or that you've noticed other people, and how that made you feel. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's all part of creating a community that we can celebrate and support and nurture one another, and we would love to see you there. Absolutely. All right. Until next time,
0: remember, tie what you learn to what you do. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Take care.